Dave and Ryan's movie review and action. Everyone loves going to the movies. And while some are amazing, some are awful. Fortunately, we have Dave and Ryan, two guys with nothing better to do than watch movies of today and movies of yesterday. So get your popcorn ready, silence your phones, and relax, because the show is about to begin. Cue Dave and Ryan in three, two, one. It's Dave and Ryan's movie review. Sponsored by Nobody. It's time for another Dave and Ryan's Movie Review Week 37. This is 37 of these we've done. Yeah, it's 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 amazing we're that up they there. haven't kicked you off the air. I know. <laughs> the FCC I, must not be listening. No, obviously I don't think they're listening at all. So, uh you know, we've got a lot of things we're going to talk about today. Of course, we've got this week in Hollywood that we're going to cover. Um and with Valentine's Day coming up next week, we got to talk about romantic comedies. Yeah. We're going to spend any, some time on that one. Do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? No. No? No, I've been married for 26 years. Wow, I kind of feel sorry for your wife. No. We're, we, we've, we have plans, but not really for Valentine's Day. I, I'm one of those very lucky guys. My wife hates flowers, and she hates jewelry. I, I very rarely will buy my wife flowers. Okay. Because she's like, they're just going to die. Why so you, spend money on them? So do you buy like, like chocolates or something? No, she's not a big chocolate person. No? Either. No, and she, she, labels, she labels Valentine's Day as the biggest of the Hallmark holidays. Well, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, we won't be celebrating. I may cook dinner that night or something. Ooh. Something. Dave's famous chili. Something nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we've got Valentine's Day coming up next week. But this weekend, tomorrow, in fact... The Super Bowl. Yes. So we're going to talk about a couple of football movies. We've talked about football movies in the past. I think beginning of the football season, we yeah, talked football we movies. Did. So Ryan's picked one of his favorites, and I've picked one of my favorites, and, and we'll talk about football movies. Doesn't necessarily make them pro football movies, but they're football movies nonetheless. Yes. Okay. And then we're not doing a movie review today. We're going to talk about something that is coming up that we want everyone to be a part of. This is going to be a great Great thing, and it's leading up to even bigger things. Yeah, you, you know how people call us a little uh, mentally challenged? This might actually prove that. It might. It may put the stamp on it. Because we are going to do something stupid. Yes, and we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a little bit. But before we get there, we got to go to Hollywood. Welcome to Hollywood Boulevard, a place of glitz, glamour, and dreams. Just kidding. This place is a dump. That's why Dave and Ryan come here each week. You get the news from Hollywood without fearing for your life on the Walk of Fame. It's This Week in Hollywood. So, as I said, the Super Bowl is tomorrow. And part of the big thing about the Super Bowl is I don't have neither team that I am that's playing I, I care about. I don't care who yeah. wins this well, game. You're a Cowboys fan. Uh, right. So I haven't had to worry about a Super Bowl since the 90s. Yeah, and I'm a Dolphins fan, and it's been longer for me. So <laughs> so here's the cool thing. You know, ads. Everybody can. Yep. Everybody Everyone who doesn't, loves the commercials. That's right. If you don't watch a game all year long, you watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials. You I, truly do. I, a lot the, of people The do. last two years, the commercials have been kind of lame. They have been. But anyway, well, and, you know, that brings the next question. Are they getting a lot of bang for their buck? 
Seven million dollars for a thirty-second spot this year. Yeah, well, it's gonna, you know there's going to be a lot of Swifties watching. There will be. There will be a bunch of Swifties. So, um, you're asking me now. Well, what does commercials have to do with movies? They don't, unless they're a commercial for a movie. Ooh. All right. So here are some of the trailers that we can look forward to coming up tomorrow as we're watching the Super Bowl. Uh, Paramount Pictures is going to release a trailer for uh, Bob Marley's One Love. A new trailer? A newer trailer, okay. yes. Yeah, there's already one out there. Yes. Because it opens on Valentine's Day. It does. So um, this one I'm kind of interested in, if. If This what? movie looks really, really good. Uh, John Krasinski uh, directs it. Uh, Steve Carell is in it as a voice. You've got Ryan Reynolds in this one. Is and it an anime? No, it's 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 not. And it's the cool thing about it is there was anybody that watches The Office will appreciate this. There is a trailer out right now that's kind of a teaser trailer for the movie where Ryan Reynolds is setting up the movie. And uh, someone walks in and he says, I, I'm John Krasinski, director of If. And it's Randall Park. Now, if you've watched The Office, there was a cold open where Randall Park, the actor, an Asian actor, says that he is Jim. And he plays the whole cold open as Jim. And Dwight loses his mind. (laughs) Pam's even in on it. And they actually went and had pictures taken with him and Pam and their baby and everything. I remember okay. that episode. So if you remember that, Randall Park is the, is in this trailer and he's pretending to be John Krasinski. <laughs> so, and, and they were going to, they make it off like they were going to premiere the trailer right there. But since he doesn't believe him, he shows him all these back behind the scenes, this behind the scenes footage. And there's Randall Park. Talking with with Ryan Reynolds as they're act, getting ready to do a scene and all these other things. So that was hilarious. But during that, and I, and when I watched the little tidbits of it, Ryan Reynolds, I think, hits the nail on the head. This is as close to a live action Pixar movie as you're going to get. Because hmm. you have a girl that starts, that gets the ability to see other people's imaginary friends. Wow. If. Imaginary friend. If. Get it? Got it. See? See what you did there. And Steve, Carroll, uh, and Steve Carell plays the voice of one of the imaginary friends. Uh, there are other ones, but this movie looks really good. What was that old <clears throat> movie that was about an imaginary friend? Well, there's a Drop series. Dead, Drop, oh, Dead Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred, yes. Yeah. But then there was a whole a series. Did you ever watch Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? E- no, that was after my time. That is a great series. It was after my time, too, but it didn't stop well, me from watching kids. it. you had kids. I'm sure yeah. they watched it. But anyway, look it up. It's on one of the streaming services. Great series. All right. The other one from Paramount, A Quiet Place Day One. Ooh. And that's going to come out. Uh, the movie itself will come out June 28th. Disney, you will get a new trailer for Inside Out 2, which comes out in June. Deadpool 3, which comes out in July. Yes. And then Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes that comes out in May. This movie looks really good. You know, you know, I saw the first two reboot of the Planet of the mm-hmm. Apes, and I, I just can't get into it. Yeah, have you seen the trailer for this one? I haven't. It looks pretty good. And then just yesterday, on on uh, Friday or Thursday, one of the two days, it came out. Disney's been hiding something from us, and I don't know if you saw this. Uh oh. There is a Moana two movie ready oh, yeah, to come I out s- in theaters in November. I saw the trailer, the teaser trailer for that. Yeah. So we're, we're going to get that. We won't get that tomorrow, but I just had to bring that up. I was kind of crazy because usually you hear when they're doing something. Yeah. No, not so much. 
Uh, and then Universal Twisters, the sequel to the 96 movie, comes out in July. You'll get I a trailer for that. that. I saw something about this one the other day, Monkey Man. It's a Jordan Poole movie, action movie. Uh, mm. That comes out in April. The Fall Guy. We'll get a new trailer for The Fall Guy. That comes out in May. Doesn't that star Ryan Reynolds as well? Yes, it does. Well, not Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yes. Yeah. Yes. And then Despicable Me 4 comes out in July. We're going to get one for that one. And then there is a rumor, and if you are a, you know, movie or a, um, what should I say, a musical theater junkie like I am, mm-hmm. there is a rumor that we may get a trailer for Wicked Part 1 that comes out in November. What's Wicked? Wicked is a take on The Wizard of Oz, and it tells the story of the Wicked Witch of the East. Okay. And it is a huge Broadway musical. Okay. So they're going to make that into two movies, and that oh, comes out in didn't, November. Um, didn't the the woman who sang the song from Frozen, wasn't she in Adina Menzel was yeah. on it. Uh, Krista Chenoweth was in this at one okay. time. So, yeah. Uh, so those are the trailers to kind of keep an eye out for as you're watching the Super Bowl tomorrow. Uh, this one kind of caught me off guard. Andrew Dice Clay and Eddie Murphy together. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay has been tapped for a role opposite Eddie Murphy in Amazon MGM Studios' forthcoming film, The Pickup, from director Tim Story that directed The Blackening. And if I can remember correctly, I want to say Tim Story also directed the first failed Fantastic Four movie. That came out in, I can't even remember, but it was with Ian Griffith and um, was Chris that, Evans was, was in that, that one. Reboot? Oh, no, no. It was no, the... Chris Evans was in this oh, one. okay. And uh, Jessica Alba, they yeah. were all in that. Uh, also, others in the cast, as previously announced, Pete Davidson and Kiki Palmer. The film is billed as a heist comedy, though specifics as to its plot remain under wraps. And at the time of release, it will become available to stream on Prime Video in more than 240 countries and territories worldwide. Ooh. Interesting to see Andrew Dice Clay work with Eddie Murphy. It's just interesting to see Andrew Dice Clay in this modern era. Yeah, the last time I remember seeing him, he was on Entourage. Yeah. He was on that. That's the last time I saw him. And then Sterling K. Brown, who has uh, been nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his work on American Fiction, kind of called his shot on the Graham Norton show the other day, uh, saying that he is probably going to lose to Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, he said, there's no losing yet. It will happen to me in its own time. Uh, I talked about one of the guests on there was Domingo Coleman. He says, Domingo will probably win because he's nominated for an Oscar in uh, Rustin. Great movie if you haven't seen that one. And uh, he went on to say, I'm going to tell you, Robert Downey Jr. is going to win, and he's incredibly deserving. He's an incredible actor, and, like, you should give him some love. Are you hearing me? Don't give it to Ryan Gosling. No, Mark Ruffalo's taking it. Well, I would even be happy with that. But I thought it was really funny. The quote goes on to say that the fact that I get a chance to be nominated along with him and Mr. De Niro and Ryan Gosling and Ruffalo. He put some respect on his name. <laughs> he definitely put some respect on Robert De Niro's name. Maybe he's afraid of him. Well, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be, right? So there's there's a little bit of news for you. Then uh, let's look at the box office. Uh, migration still hanging in there. Uh, number five this week, $4.1 million, bringing its total to 106.2. That's a respectable total for that it movie. Is. And it's a really good it movie. It was a good movie. Uh, still hanging in there as well, Wonka with $4.6 million, bringing its total haul to 201. The Beekeeper lands at th- uh, number three with $5.2 million, um, bringing its total to $4.9 million, or 49.4, excuse me. Uh, and then The Chosen Season 4, Episode 1 through 4, 
This is a religious series that yeah. it debuted in theaters. Uh, it actually debuted the Wednesday before because the weekend total was just $5.9 million, but it brought in a total for the week of seven point three. But number one for last week was Argyle, the spy movie with Henry Cavill, uh, Brian Cranston, Samuel L. Jackson, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell is in this movie. I mean, uh, Catherine O'Hara is in this movie. It just goes on and on and on, and it looks really good. Yeah. And he lands at number one this week with $17.4 million. Yeah, I want to go see that one. I do, too. I, I really, see I really enjoy Sam Rockwell's acting. My wife loves Sam Rockwell. <laughs> like, if she had her druthers and, and he showed up in a room, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Noise. That's okay, because I'd go home yeah. with his wife. Uh? He, he, he's married to the... God, and I can never remember her name, but she was in... Iron Man. She's the blonde at the beginning of the movie that he takes home. And she was in Iron Man 2 as well. Why am I drawing a blank on her name? But that is Sam Rockwell's wife. Okay. That's who he's with. So whew, I think it'd be it'd be a fair trade. It'd be a fair trade. I think I'd lose a little bit on the deal, but other than that, I think we're okay. All right, there's your Hollywood update for the week. Come back cuz we're going to talk about something spectacular. That's going to happen here with us on March 2nd. Spectacular, that's a good word for We it. have to call it spectacular just to kind of work ourselves up to it. We'll talk about that when we come back. Everyone on set, shut up. Shut up. So me and Dave here, uh, somehow we got conned into doing this uh, really, I would say, crazy, stupid thing. Right, Dave? Well, it's like you said, um, we get accused of being... Of being stupid all the time. Yeah, we are not smart. I, I can't even read. So we're. I think we're out to prove it. Yes, we are definitely out to prove it with this. Yes. Uh, so uh, basically what we're doing is uh, we're going to do a Star Wars marathon where we watch every single Star Wars movie, and it's going to take 26 hours to do this. And uh, Dave... <laughs> why are we doing this? Well, well here's how it's going to roll. We're going to start... We're going to watch episodes one through three, yep. four through six... Solo, oh, I, Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One's going to be before right. a new Well, Rogue. Solo and Rogue One come after one, two, and three. Yeah, so we're going to watch them in order. Yes, so we're going to watch one, two, and three. Then we'll watch Solo and Rogue One. Then we will watch four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. That equates to about 26 hours. And, and we're dubbing this as... Is it forced? Forced awaken. Forced awaken. That's, yes, because we're going to be forced to stay awake. We have to stay awake. I personally... Uh, have to stay awake for this one. And yep. we're going to get into that a little bit more here as we go on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, we, we came up with this idea. And the great thing about it is everybody out there is going to be able to be a part of it. Yeah, everyone can uh, tune in. We're doing this on March 2nd. You can tune into uh, Facebook, our Facebook, Dave and Ryan's Facebook page or our YouTube page. And you can, you know, if you want to ask questions, you can ask questions. If you want to leave comments, leave comments. We will be responding to them because we will be awake. Yeah, we will be doing this live. We are live streaming on both platforms. So if you ask a question, we can answer it. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? I don't know. <laughs> well, and then if we can handle that, if I can stay awake for the 26 hours, yes. which I, I'm pretty sure I've got in the bag. Yeah, I've got to figure it out. You're leading up to something bigger. I, I am. If, if we can do the 26 hours, I, I've got something uh, we've got another one planned, and that would be from there we move to the Marvel Universe. Yes, where you watch every single Marvel 
Yes. Now, now I got to ask you. So, does that include all the X Men movies? No, just the MCU. What's in, what is in the known MCU at the time? But if Deadpool, the new coming Deadpool movie, if some of the MCU characters are in that because that could be part of the MCU and there has been X-Men in the previous Deadpool one. So if there's MCU characters in Deadpool 3, does that count? We'll work out the logistics. And, and plus, do you have to watch the Deadpool and all the X-Men? We'll, we'll work out the logistics because when it gets that, here. Because that would be a lot more. It would be. But we'll work out the logistics <laughs> when it gets here. So that is going to be about three days worth of time. Three days and change. But here's yeah. here's the other thing. For the 26-hour marathon, we can't fall asleep. No, well, you I can't fall asleep because you are in training. Dave. I am in training. I can't fall asleep for this one. No. Okay. Same with the three days. I can't fall asleep for that one. And if I survive the three <laughs> days, there's a big if. Yes, if it, it is leading up to something very grandiose that we will attempt next year in 2025. Yes. I have filed the paperwork and got just approved the other day for Guinness to try and break the world record of watching movies in a cinema in one time period. Yeah, and that one will be crazy because you have to be in a theater. It's a cinema and they consider yeah. but they consider a cinema and we've yeah, talked about it, this. There's a very there's uh, Guinness's definition is very loosely uh, worded when it, c- it comes to cinema. It's pretty much any place that has a projector and a screen can be considered a cinema. Yep, and it has to be open to the public. It has to be open to the public. So if you're in town when we're doing it, you can swing by and watch Dave kill himself. That's right. <laughs> so, But the the record stands right now at 121 hours. Yes. That's about five days. It is. I am looking to increase that record to 125 hours. And we're working on this. Like I said, if the first two go well, we're going to go full steam ahead for this one. Uh, We've got things in place, and we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, where we're going to do it. Uh, It will probably take place in the summer of 2025. And uh, but that's what we're building up to with this one on the twenty on the March. You know 2nd. what would be really cool, Dave? What's that? Is it instead of doing one hundred twenty-five, you did one hundred twenty-seven, and the last movie you watched is one hundred twenty-seven hours. hours. <laughs> and I have to cut my arm off to leave. <laughs> yes, to leave the theater, you gotta saw it off. So, uh, but this is what we. Do. I I enjoy watching movies. You do, you do. I really do. And we we have added a couple of other records that I'm looking at breaking on this. Yes, one. there. Uh, if all things go good, there. Three records that we'll be attempting next year. Uh, yeah, so the one is just sitting in a movie theater and, and going to a movie. Yeah. And that is, there's a guy, I believe he's out of Pennsylvania right now. In one year, in a movie theater setting, he saw 777 movies. That's a lot of movies. That is a lot of movies. If you do the math and you're good at it, that's more than two movies a day in a movie theater. Yeah. So there's that one. Then the other one, I think, is when we looked back on it, I think it's even easier than the other two. Oh, yeah. This this other one, you will obliterate this one. It's 1,120 hours of watching movies. No, 111 and 20 movies watched. Not hours, oh, just movies 1,120 watched. movies watched. Yes. That's correct. And so, In a year. Yes. And so I'm looking to increase that one because it can be any setting. It yep. can be in movie theaters. It could be at home as long as I am writing it down and, you know. And you have a witness. And I have a witness. It can be anywhere. 
So, you know, if if I'm already going to watch 777 movies in a year, I'm over halfway there. Yep. So those are what's coming. And, and, you know, when we were looking at these, like we said, March 2nd is the big one. That's the first one that we got to look at. That's the one where uh, you can tune in and watch us do stupid things. And it's going to be for 26 hours. And here's what I I tell everybody. We we talked about this when we first made the announcement that we were going to do this and started talking it up here to people at the station. Um, Everybody told us that it was stupid. Everyone. Well, because it is. (laughs) That's stupid. But but people love what did they say? What did they say? That they would watch. That's all that matters. It's stupid, but we're going to watch. I'll tune in. My curiosity will get the best of me. You know, those kinds of things. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that one. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine that's going to come and hang with us. He's a big Star Wars nut as well. But during the movies, we'll be talking about, you know, maybe some trivia that uh, during the production or what went on during the movies. And Definitely things doing like commentary that. on the movies. Commentary on the movies. Jar Jar, I'm sorry. Yeah, in Jar Jar is going to go down in flames. And I'm, I apologize for that. I have at my house that I will probably bring in. I've got the big coffee table book of all the, you know, the machines and the the crafts and everything that somebody actually went through and made blueprints for all of them and talked about every single one of them. I've got that book. I've got another one that's just an encyclopedia of Star Wars stuff that my mom gave me. I, I always liked the one as a kid. You open it up and it had like the spaceships and it was like cut in half and it would show you like the internals mm-hmm. and all that. The exploded detail. Yes. Thank you. But and and that's kind of in this as well. So I'll bring those in. We'll talk about all of the movies, uh, talk about what my favorite one is. And I'm not going to say anything right now, but it's it's not one that you think. And but we're, we're working up to that. So if you want to hang with us that night, uh, all you've got to do is tune into, as, as Ryan said, our Facebook live will be on there yep. um, on YouTube. Our YouTube channel will be there. And you can join us. You can just leave comments, ask questions, tell us how dumb we are because we have we've heard it before. Yeah, it's not going to hurt my feelings. Plenty of times, unless my mom <laughs> sends something in. But but also, um, starting next week, uh, make sure you check our Facebook page twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays because we will be releasing advertisement videos for this. And trust me, they're hilarious. We're having a lot of fun with these. Yeah. We really and truly are. So once again, coming up on March 2nd, you can join us on our Facebook page. You can join us on our YouTube channel. It's all about Star Wars. 26 hours of Star Wars. It will be a forced awakened marathon. And uh, we're going to sit and we're going to watch and we're going to comment and talk about it. And we'll talk to you. All you got to do is get on there and, uh, you know, give us a comment. Ask us questions. We'll talk about them. Definitely. I'm looking forward to this one. I, I really and truly am. Yep. All right, we'll stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, idiots. We're back from commercial. Dave and Ryan's movie review, segment two, and action. Okay, so with Valentine's Day coming up, we decided that we needed to talk about some romantic comedies. And I will be totally honest. And uh, I don't know as though I have to check my man card at the door or anything like that. I enjoy a good romantic comedy. I really do. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah. Oh, romantic comedies can be funny. You know, that's, you know, it's in the name. Romantic comedy. Uh Uh-huh. You know, that's, you know, the comedy parts to get the guy to go. And they works. It works. You know, I would honestly, I'll be flipping through the channels 
And if one of my favorites, and I'm not talking about it today, but one of my favorites is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. If that's on, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a good one. But, you know, I, I, I really enjoy romantic comedies uh, as a genre of film. So today, with it being Valentine's Day, or coming up next week, we're going to talk about romantic comedies. And ladies, these are movies that your guy will enjoy. You can sit and watch it together and uh, and have a great evening, okay? First up, for me, 2009's The Proposal. It was a good one. This was a good one. Came out, as I said, 2009, PG-13. One hour, 48 minutes. Stars Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock, Craig T. Nelson, Mary Steenburgen, and... How can you forget Betty White? Yeah. You can't forget Betty White. Betty White is fabulous in this movie. Uh, Sandra Bullock plays a a pushy boss that forces her young assistant, Ryan Reynolds, uh, to marry her to keep her in the country so she's not deported back to Canada. And it's actually really funny. She gets gets told by her bosses that they are going, she's going to be deported. Yeah. She's so, like, I'm Canadian. So she comes up with this plan as Ryan Reynolds walks in the room to really get her out of the meeting. And she comes up with this plan that uh, they're dating. They've been dating for a while and, and they're, they're getting, getting married. married. Yep. And, and he's like, what? It's news to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So, the, you know, the the companies behind her, they say, you know what? Just make it legal. Make it work and, and everything. So um, Ryan Reynolds takes this time to extort yeah. <laughs> um, tells her he wants X, Y, and Z, or he's not doing anything. So she has to, you know, really agree to all this if she wants to stay in the country. And then the, one of the best parts is they're on the busy street in New York City, and he says, I want to be asked properly. So he makes this very prim and proper businesswoman, Sandra Bullock, who is in a skirt, get down on her knees on the street and ask him to marry her. (laughs) And it's fabulous. Uh, They go to meet his family who lives in Alaska. Basically, she finds out that his family owns the friggin' town of Alaska, in Alaska, Sitka, Alaska, to be honest. Um, That's where she meets Craig T. Nelson. That's his father. Uh, Mary Steenburgen plays his mom. And Betty White... Plays Grandma Annie. I love the scene when they're when she comes upon her in the forest dancing around yes. the fire. Yes, it's it's fabulous. To the window. Yes, it, to the wall. It all plays. It all plays into that. It's fabulous. I'm telling you. And Grandma Annie is fabulous. The whole family is gets behind, except for the dad. The dad figures that there's something up. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't want he doesn't want him to be in New York anyway. The dad wants Ryan Reynolds to stay in Alaska and and run all the family business and everything. Um, another one that's in this movie that is awesome is uh, Oscar Nunez from The Office. Yes. <laughs> Plays Ramon. And uh, that's all I'm going to tell you. He's everywhere. Yeah. He is everywhere. The scene where he is in the bar and is an exotic dancer. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> You got to watch this movie because that's why Dave watches. That's it. That's right. It's a romantic comedy, and as every romantic he comedy does end, how does it end? It ends happily, yeah, happily because they fall after. in love because it's a romantic comedy, right? It has to end on a good note. It's almost like a Disney movie. It is. So that is my first choice: the proposal, starring Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. Find it and watch it, Ryan. What you got? So uh, my first choice here is uh, on Netflix. It's called Always Be My Maybe. It's uh, rated PG-13, came out in 2019, and it stars uh, Ali Wong. Um, people know her from her stand-up comedies. Uh, this also has 
Randall Park in it. We talked about him just a little bit ago. And uh, Keanu Reeves is in this movie as well. He's uh, the fabulous. Sec- the, yeah, yeah that, those, that's a good word. But uh, basically, everyone assumes that Sarah and Marcus, which is Allie and Randall, uh, would win- wind up together, except for Sarah and Randall, as you know, t- teenage love interests do, you know. Uh, but after 15 years, uh, they basically uh, reconnect and they, you know, they wonder, maybe? You know, this this is honestly one of my favorite uh, rom-com movies because it's so down to earth and real. You know, like uh, with your movie, uh, the, propol- the Proposal, it's a good movie, but it's kind of like way over the top. Like that would not happen. Like this this story here is like something that would happen. It's like, it's, it's like destiny. Yeah, ex- you know. You know, it takes place in San Francisco, but honestly, this could take place anywhere. Even you know, even here in the small town of Price, you know, you're you're you're, uh, you're dating someone in high school, and they move away to go to college, and then after a number of years, they co- you know they come back, and you guys see each other, and you know, sparks pick back up. You know, so you know the story is uh, more, at least I think, is more realistic for a rom-com and <laughs> her her uh, her best friend <laughs> i love at the beginning was here, here's a water bottle she's like i'm not gonna drink your thigh gap water bottle oh thanks for calling it a thigh gap <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's a very successful is she a chef she's a chef that's right yeah, and I she's remember. married to a uh, another uh celebrity which basically he's kind of like um kind of like a dry businessman has like no sense of humor and is basically cheating on her and the best part is, you know, Randall Park finally gets the guts and the courage up to ask her out again. Yeah. And she's like, I'm dating someone, yeah. but let's go out. And it's <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yeah. They're, they're, at, they're at this like fusion restaurant, which is like really weird. Like everything's like like bubbles or um, like just like a weird food. My favorite. <laughs> and he's sitting there and Keanu Reeves comes in. He's like, oh, fuck. Does it, does it, didn't he order like venison and they bring it to him on this bed of like, and it's like a forest scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. No, it's it's a great movie. And Keanu Reeves like plays an over the top version of Keanu Reeves. Yes. Head, I think what people think he's like, I guess. I love your face. I miss your smell. Uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. And, and then when they fight. <laughs> At the end, his apartment. Say. Yeah, they get in a fight with Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Keanu ends up with both the girls. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good one. I, I, I watched that one. I had caught Ali Wong stand up a couple of times, and I'll tell you what, um, she is not for the faint of heart. No. Honestly, she's probably my favorite female comedian. Yeah, she's not for the faint of heart. But uh, I, I caught her stand up, and then I saw this movie. I'm like, that looks interesting. That looks interesting. So we're gonna go with that one, and it, it turned out great. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, so that so that's my movie. You go. What's uh, what's your second one there, Dave? My second one is 2007's Music and Lyrics. Now this stars uh, Hugh Grant, Drew Barrymore, Brad Garrett is in this movie, as is Campbell Scott for about five minutes. Um, it's rated PG-13. It's gonna kick you back about an hour and forty-four minutes. Hugh Grant plays a washed-up singer from a um, an an 80s has-been band. In fact, it opens with him uh, going to talk to a producer of a television show called Battle of the 80s Has-Beens. <laughs> and what it is, is he goes, so will we be singing? He goes, no, it's 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 boxing. So two 80s has-beens get in the ring. This is the premise of the show. They get in the ring, they fight, and whoever wins gets to perform. 
I was like uh, that celebrity boxing back in the day. Exactly. Um, but he is asked by a, a hot artist on the charts now to write a song. And he has not written lyrics forever. And he meets Drew Barrymore by happenstance. She's covering for the lady that he has watering his plants. I didn't know there was a person that did that. Must be an English thing. Maybe. But anyway, um, and knows that she's a songwriter. They write a song together and they fall in love. Oh. But it's 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 funny. It's it's got great stuff in it. And Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And Hugh Grant. How can you go wrong with that one? But Hugh Grant does his own singing in this one. Not too bad. And the song that he wrote, quotes, quotes, is actually pretty good. So it, it's a great movie. Um, Campbell Scott comes in as a former teacher of Drew Barrymore's that kind of ran her into the ground, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that kind of tension. But them sitting and getting along and, and writing and... When it doesn't work out, um, after they've kind of started something between themselves, uh, it doesn't quite work out. She turns cold. He becomes a pain in the butt and uh, has to do this grand gesture to win her back. As all romantic comedies do. Right. (laughs) Right. But uh, all in all, like I said, it's another great movie. A lot of fun on this one. And... uh, a lot of musical references. There, 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 there's a, a bit that her and uh, him are talking over breakfast one day, and he talks about the fact that what he writes is like, it's like, uh, it's dessert. It's not part of the main thing or anything like that, and and that's because he is a terrible songwriter. And she goes, he, she goes, what do you mean you're a terrible songwriter? And he goes. Well, music can transcend and make you feel good no matter what. He goes, there's not a person on the planet that does not think, and he sings the first line of um, My Girl by Smokey Robinson. I got sunshine on a cloudy day. He goes, that's not going to make anybody feel, nobody will not feel bad after that song. Yeah, After they hear those lyrics. When they hear that, it just does something in them. She goes, so what if Smokey told you that uh, what you write isn't worth it? And he goes, Smokey would never say that. He's far too nice of a guy. (laughs) He goes, Bob Dylan, Dylan Wood. He goes, Dylan did, as a matter of fact. (laughs) So there's a lot of references like that in it, but it's just a great movie to sit and watch. I will watch it every now and then. If I can't find anything else on TV, I will pop it in and I will watch it and I will be engaged from the minute that it starts. Well, you can do that and count it for your record. I I can. So that's a good one, too. Once again, music and lyrics from 2007, Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore. Check that one out. And for my final one, I went with Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Now, this one is just hilarious. Uh, it's rated R. You can watch it on Netflix. Uh, it stars uh, Christian Bell, Jason Siegel, uh, Mila Kunis, Russell Brand, Paul Rudd, Bill Hader, Jack McBriar, and Jonah Hill. It basically, um, Christian Bell and Jason Siegel were dating, and they broke up, and she goes on the date. It's Kristen. It's Kristen Bale. Christian Bell. Bell. Not Christian Bale. I think people are maybe maybe hearing you say Christian <laughs> hey, hey, Bale. Hey, we don't judge. I know, but it's Kristen Bell. <laughs> That's what I said. Okay. Go can, carry on. Sorry. Can I continue? You can. Can I continue? I won't say another word. Please do. <laughs> but anyways, uh, they ended up breaking up and she starts dating a new person. Um, and it turns out to be uh, Russell Brand. Uh, you might... Re- 
people might know Russell Brand from some of his other comedies. Uh, get him to the Greek, and he did uh, the remake of Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, yeah, and he actually plays the same character in this as he does in Get Him to the Greek. Yes, oh, he's he's also uh, the voice of Doctor Navario in Despicable Me. Okay, yes, yes, but uh, they break up, and uh, Jason Siegel's character is you know he can't get over it so uh bill Hader and his wife in the movie uh convince him to go on a vacation so he goes to hawaii and right next door his hotel room <laughs> is christian Kristen, Kristen, and russell brand <laughs> and <laughs> basically uh mila kuna is a character she works the front desk and feels sorry for him so um they they put the, him up in the uh, like a presidential suite like it's only reserved for like Oprah and royalty and they never they never come so mm-hmm. um, he's there like the first night and then he gets a phone call from the front desk uh, basically they had a complaint about a woman crying <laughs> yeah <laughs> which which was him <laughs> so uh, he's like yeah yeah I I heard it too. I'll keep it down. <laughs> but this this is a real funny funny story. Um Paul Rudd's character plays like this like a the surf instructor. Jonah Hill works at the restaurant who's also kind of like a big drug addict. Mm-hmm. And um you know, at the end uh basically Jason Eagle and Moon's character gets together. So Yeah, and happily I, ever after. The, the one thing that I I have to the thing I have to say about this movie that I did not like at all at all. Uh-oh. I do not care for the way in which Jason Siegel enjoys doing frontal nudity. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch... Uh, I'm just putting that out there because he did. Did you ever watch Sex Tape? No. <laughs> yeah, you might want you you might want to avoid that one too. Yeah, but no, I and I love Jason Siegel. I I, I How I Met Your Mother is one of my favorite yes, series of all it's time. Amazing. I I love that. Uh, I've got you've got written down here, and I have watched it. Um, the uh, Winning Time, the Rise of the Laker Dynasty. That was really yep. good. And Shrinking on Apple TV. If you've never watched yes. it, watch it. Him and Harrison Ford together in that in the in a series is fabulous. I'm waiting for season two on that one. Yeah. But Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a great movie because well, you can't beat the location. No. Some of the some of the visuals and everything in that are fabulous. And yeah, Mila Kunis just kind of befriends him and shows him around. He meets some of her friends, starts hanging out on the island, and uh gets beat up. Gets beat up. But it's it is that's a good one. I like that one. It is. Definitely, then, definitely uh, check it out on Netflix. And if you watch, like I said, if you watch that and you enjoyed it, you got to watch Get Him to the Greek. Yeah. <laughs> no frontal nudity for male, no male frontal nudity in that one. But it's it's funny. It's got to pet the furry wall. That's right. Stroke the furry wall. That's it. Anytime you can get P. Diddy in a room, yeah. it's a good time, I guess. It's just, No one's scared of a Jeffrey. Nobody. <laughs> He's a bloke who lives down the road. That's right. <laughs> He's gonna pop in for tea. That's what, I, and I say it all the time when when uh, he he's talking to his mom and and we're jumping to the other movie now from Get Him to the Greek when he's talking to his mom and he says, "Can't you just be positive?" And she goes, "You stay chipper." <laughs> and I say that to my kids all the time. I love that line. 
So that those are four movies, romantic comedies that you can dive into and watch and, and enjoy. They're all really good. And if you've got one, go ahead and watch it as well. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. All right, coming up, we got to talk about the movies for the big game that's happening tomorrow. All right, imbeciles. Everyone quiet down. Dave and Ryan's movie review, segment three, and action. So with the Super Bowl coming up tomorrow, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers. I don't care who wins. I'm going for the Niners. Are you going with the Niners? I am. Okay, thanks. Just because it's uh, one of my good friend's team. So okay, perfect. Got to support. In fact, he's in Vegas, right? Yeah, he's trying to go to the game. Trying to go to the game. Good luck. Hi, Moses. I hope he brought his American Express black card. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about a couple of football movies, and Ryan's going to get us started. So my first movie and only movie is uh, Necessary Roughness. I really, really love this movie. came out in 1991. It's rated PG-13. It stars Scott Bakula, which people might know him from Quantum Leap and or Enterprise. Hector Elizondo, a lot of people will know him. He's a great actor. Robert Logan. Kathy Ireland's in this movie. She plays a kicker. And Sinbad, who was not in a movie called Shazam. No. No. No, he was not. No. But uh, so this movie is basically the whole team from the previous year got suspended and they were going to basically fold the entire uh, football program. Um, But so the dean is trying to basically sabotage the football program so they'll shut it down and all the money can go to the sciences and the fine arts programs. But uh, due to uh, NCAA uh, sanctions, the Texas State University fighting armadillos must form a football team of their own from actual student body with no scholarships to help to play their football schedule. This one, this one's great. You know, uh, Scott plays an, an uh, old, uh, a an washed old up yeah, quarterback. A washed up quarterback on a farm. Um, who throws footballs for fun. Yes. Yeah. And, and the funny thing about it is is he still has, what, a year? Yeah, he has one year of eligibility. One year of eligibility left. And Robert Loja, who plays the coach, goes and sees him and talks him into it. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah so, this, you know, it shows him going back to uh, going moving into the dorms where he's some of his fellow teammates who at first, you know, like typical – uh, movie you know they don't like him because he's the old man but they grow to love him and respect oh. him and see him as a leader are you sure this isn't a romantic comedy it well there is a romance he falls in love with one of his teachers oh, yes he does who is also uh the dean is also kind of eyeing mm-hmm. and so you know he spends every time you know every moment trying to uh sabotage that relationship but you know, it, it, this also has Robert Schneider in this movie. He plays the announcer. He's hilarious. You know, this was, you know, back in the 90s when Rob, Rob Schneider was in everything. Yes. I mean, everything. And not just Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely go and watch this. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, Dave, what do you got? There's a lot of funny moments in that movie, it too, is. as well. In fact, Sinbad is one of his teachers as well. Yes. And Sinbad, he talks Sinbad into coming out for the team. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. They have to have a kicker. Kathy Ireland comes out, and is, and this was when, like, she was at her height. Yeah. Her heyday. And everybody is very protective of her, especially one member of the offensive line that uh, stands guard over the showers while she goes in and takes a shower <laughs> so nobody goes and looks. Yeah, I love that movie. That's a great movie. Uh, the one I chose came out in 1999. It's rated R, and it's Varsity Blues. Uh, this is about an hour and 46 minutes. Probably one of those casts that you knew 
had already done stuff, but we're going to go on to bigger and better things. You got James Vanderbeek. Uh, Paul Walker is in this. Paul Walker. Scott Kahn, Amy Smart. Uh, the coach is played by John Voigt. And Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob, one of my favorites. Uh, Paul Walker plays the stud quarterback who gets injured in the first game of the season, blows out his knee, and this takes place in Texas, so that's a big deal because yeah. he is going to lose scholarships. He's going to lose everything. And James Vanderbeek is then thrust into the starting position that he does not want, and he has already got his you know his life ahead of him, and he knows what he's going to do. Uh, but he comes in as the backup and takes over the starting position, and uh, you know it's it's it gives you kind of a look in at life in Texas football, Texas. They don't play when it comes to high school football. No. They do not. They've got million-dollar high school stadiums yeah, in Texas. Yeah, that look like NFL stadiums. They do. And he is already, like I said, he's made up his mind what he's going to do. He's going to go to an Ivy League school. He's going to learn this, and he's, he's going to go get his degree and everything. And once he starts picking up steam, everybody in the town tells him that it's a waste to go and do that. You should you know, get a scholarship, go play football, go learn. Then you find out that uh, John Voigt, the head coach, has been up to some shady stuff yeah. the whole time. And at the end, they're the championship, and they uh, will not allow John Voigt to go out and coach them because they finally figure out what he's doing. And John Voigt is the ultimate coach and uh, tries to get there, but he just, yeah. He's, he's villainized very quickly in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Amy Smart plays the love interest to James Vanderbeek. She also plays Paul Walker's sister. So there's all kinds of great things that go on. But this is just a high school hijinks, really, is what it yeah. is. Uh, you've got, I believe it's Allie Louder that plays the head cheerleader that was dating Paul Walker. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, she's nobody. Yeah. She has no one. And that is where... The whipped cream bikini comes into play. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. But it's a good movie. And as I said, it gives you a lot of insight on what really goes on. I mean, it might be fictionalized and dramatized for the movie, but how serious they take football in the state of Texas. Oh, yeah. This is probably a a, a more comedic version of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, definitely. I would say. Uh, but it, yeah, it shows high school life and going out and partying because you're on the football team. The football team can do no wrong. Um, you know, Billy Bob, there's a, a, a scene where he is injured and the coach just keeps putting him in and Vanderbeek tells him to go get a CAT scan and get his brain, you know, x-rayed and see what's going on. And he comes in the next day, he goes, I got my, I got, they scanned my cat. <laughs> they scanned my cat. I'm good. I'm good. So great movie. Give it a watch and uh, get ready for some football on tomorrow. It's, it's going to be a long day of eating and watching football. I believe pregame shows probably start at like 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> but the game starts at 4. But go and enjoy it. And then go out and, and get into theaters. You know, we've got great movies getting ready to happen. Springtime movies are coming up. So get out and get ready to have a good time. And that's going to do it. Uh, yeah. That's all there is to it. Ryan, thank you so much. We'll talk again next week. Yeah, I'll be here. You can relive today's episode at CastleCountryRadio.com. Thanks for joining us on Ryan and Dave's Movie Review. Ah, the hell with it. Send it in, we're done. See you next week. <laughs>